0: The lightning process podcast using the tools of the mind-body connection for health and happiness hi and welcome to this episode of the lightning process podcast and dr phil in the episodes we've covered so far we've looked at the structure of what happens on a seminar we've looked at the stages of learning the tools of the lightning process And we talked about this idea of becoming aware of when you're not in a very good state, when you're triggering neurology that doesn't help your physiology make the changes that you want. And we've also looked at moving into becoming a coach, making some choices, getting some perspective. And in coaching, we started this idea of asking that powerful question, what do you want? And we looked at a very detailed analysis of the the structure of that question and how to answer it, and some extra skills around it. Once we've identified what we want, and you can refer back, it's about three podcasts back. Once once you've identified what we want, then the next thing in the lightning process is to go, okay, that's what you want. So what state is gonna make that achievable? So if you want, for instance, to be calm, and calm is a super good thing to do because it's so good for your physiology and your physiology is massively affected by stress or calm, as I discussed in some of the other podcasts. So if you want to be calm, then the question becomes, okay, well, how do I get to be calm? Now, there are a number of ways to get calm. Uh, we've got all the ways we might usually use. So, you know, relaxing, uh, sitting on the beach, if you have one, uh, listening to some calming music, uh, meditating, all those things are great. But there's some extra skills the learning process specifically looks at, which is how do you consciously shift your pathways from stress pathways to calm pathways. And one of the easiest ways to do it, and I'll take you through this process now, is simply to recall and immerse yourself in a time when you felt calm. So I don't know for you what that would be, but if it's appropriate whilst you're listening to this, so if you're not driving a car or or somewhere you need to really pay attention, if you can just chill out and relax and turn inward, then take a few moments to just close your eyes and allow your mind to drift to a moment in your life that was deeply, deeply calm and peaceful. And by going back to this time, by really connecting with what it feels like to be here now in this calm, relaxing place and time, noticing everything that you can see, all the sensations that you have both around you, the temperature of the air, the calmness in your body, the way your breathing is, the sounds and stillnesses around you, and maybe how your internal dialogue shifts into a calm, comfortable space. And just by doing this, the research shows This will make you feel calmer. So by taking yourself back in time to a calm, calm place, you can shift your physiology. There'll be changes in your brain waves, there'll be changes in the hormones you produce, your heart rate, your breathing rate, your muscles will relax. So many other things will change as your nervous system shifts by consciously and intentionally steering it into a calm space. Now, as you do this exercise, if you found your mind drifting, that's quite normal. It takes training, and this is what the lightning process helps you to do, training to be able to stabilize into a calm, calm space because of neuroplasticity, which you've covered already, you spend a lot of time in non-calm pathways, so stress pathways, they'll become easier for you to access and that physiology will be easier for you to switch on. So learning how to get into a calm space may take a bit of time. You may find your mind drifting, getting distracted. You may find yourself becoming more aware of your body sensations. So there may be a bit of training that you need to do. And that's why we run seminars, the Lightning Process Seminars, helping people to learn, right, how do I do this? You know, I'm having trouble with this. And some people find it super easy. But a lot of people go, I don't quite know how to do this. And that's where you need a practitioner to guide you. So in this example, we very briefly looked at how do you get calm? The other problem people have is they, they may say, I can't remember a time when I was calm. That's a very common thing. And again, a practitioner will help you to find ways to do that. There are lots of different ways to do it. So we've looked at calm, but of course that's not the only state that is important in healing and shifting your brain and physiology. It's very valuable for sure. But there are other states you may want to get into, like confident in your ability to get well. Trusting your body again, because one of the things that often happens when people have long-term illness is they're like, I don't even know if I can trust my body, it seems to let me down. I can't work out what to do. I can't, you know, I've tried this diet, I've tried that. I need support and constant advice because I've, I can't work it out myself. So regaining your trust could be an important thing. Um, being able to look at what beliefs and expectations have I set up through my experience of being ill that are getting in the way of me moving forwards. that could be an important thing. Finding out how to feel more energized. Now we know energy, there's kind of two levels of energy. There's the energy that our body needs from food. So if you're malnourished and you're not actually eating enough food, then you don't have any energy in your system. And then there's an energy, which is about how we're using our energy. We have enough energy in our system, but we're using it down pathways and physiological rat runs that aren't very good for us. How do we switch from that? those pathways into energizing pathways. And again, you can use the lightning process and recalling times of great health to start to trigger change in your body. And in the next episode, I'm gonna look at some of the most recent research that supports that you can do that, that there are changes in your body that occur as a result of where you put your mind, where your memory is going, what 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 places your brain is going to, and you can steer that. Problem is, of course, a lot of the time we don't steer it. It just seems to happen because of neuroplasticity. Got used to certain pathways. We land in them again and again and again. And breaking out of those pathways takes time, takes an awareness, takes effort. And it takes a degree of commitment, which is which is tough because if you're ill, it's the last thing you kind of want to do is to have to do some work. But what we found is that seems to be the most effective way because Let's say your your pathways unintentionally are going into physiology that makes you tired, that changes your hormone system, stops your immune system from working, and a practitioner comes along and helps you. They're trying to help you through that kind of filter of your body just not working very well. If we can get both things working, so great support, great help from an external practitioner and you doing some work to see what you can do to rebuild and reset your physiology so it's healthy and supporting the input you're getting from your practitioner, then change becomes much more possible and actually quite reliable. And this is what I found in my early days working with the Lightning Process, was I'd help people, before the Lightning Process, I'd help people with chronic health issues and they'd improve a bit and then they'd fade. It's like, well, unless I see them day on, day on, every hour of the day, how are we going to make this change? Well, what we've got to do is find a way to encourage the internal system to get weller and more stable so it can support the change that they get from the practitioners and run with that change and build on that change and maintain that change. That's how we get back into wellness. So... That's looking at another whole section of the lightning process, which is, okay, once we've recognized that we're in the pit, that we're activating pathways that aren't good, we've made some choices about, well, okay, how can we steer this? Where do we want to go? Then this really important question, okay, what state would I need to be in that would help that would change my physiology? Is a huge part of the lightning process and something that takes quite a long time to learn. That's one of the reasons the the seminar is three days long or three half days. We need you to learn these skills, try them out, see where they work. So you can come back and go, I can't quite do this. Can you give me some help? We go, oh yeah, sure, we've got some solutions for this. And then again, after the seminar's finished, the ongoing support to help people to kind of put this into practice. They go, I was doing really well, but now I'm back at work. How do I use it in this place? So all that stuff is stuff that we've been thinking through over the last 25 years to go, right? How do we help people to get reliable, resilient, good, robust health? even when they've been ill for a long time and want to go back into the world, how do you do that? And, you know, the answers we come, up, come across seem to work very, very well for people because fine-tuning them, sculpting them over the years going, well, that hasn't worked. What do we need to, to do to change this, to make it work? And a lot of the input for the lightning process has come from working with people and them going, it's not really working for me. Could you? Can we think this through a different way? And and working with them to go. Well, what? What about this? If we do it, if we do it in this way, would that help? So it's the result of a long, long, long research project, an ongoing research project. We're still tweaking it to kind of go. What can we do to make this even more effective for more people. But one of the things I recommend from today is think about your state. What state of mind are you in? Which pathways are you triggering? And maybe think. Well, what would be the opposite? So if you're stressed, what would calm be like? And spend more time in calm than you are in stress. If you're fatigued, what's the opposite? Well, probably energize. So start to engage with memories and thoughts about energy. Um, and there is a follow on from the body. It's not just thinking positively. There are physiological consequences depending on which way you're pointing your brain. So see what you can do with that. And so this isn't the whole lightning process, but this gives you a kind of sense of some of the things that are part of the lightning process, some of the skill sets you need to learn or will learn when you do the lightning process to make change. I'll see you on the next one. The Lightning Process Podcast. Using the tools and the mind-body connection for health and happiness. If you'd like to know more, please visit us at lightningprocess.com dot co dot uk